everyone. Welcome to the fourth episode of our podcast. My name's Jenny. And I'm Henry. And this is The Roundtable. So let's get started on today's topic. We're going to be talking about friends. What is a friend? Do you have some? Well, of, co- <laughs> <laughs> of course I have friends. Come on. Okay. But um, you actually brought up a quote not long ago that I found pretty interesting. And it was like, do you have a lot of friends? No, I just know a lot of people. So I guess that's kind of what we want to tackle today. What's really the difference between knowing someone and having an acquaintance and being friends with someone? So do you want to get started on that? Of course. Well, this is personal experience, but I don't really belong in a big group of like friends, a solid group of friends. I've always just been kind of a everywhere. I know a lot of people. I know pretty much all the people from my year, well, during high school. But now, like, I barely talk to them anymore. And I only talk to like the few people I actually only hung out with. Mm-hmm. But that really didn't answer my question. Shut the fuck! Hey, yeah. No, my question is like, what's the difference between just knowing someone and being their friend? Or like, do you consider all the people that you knew in high school your friends? Or how does that work for you? I consider them nice people who I would have a regular conversation with, but the conversation would stay at a hundred words, and then I'd leave and 100 go. Hundred words, okay. That's very precise. <laughs> That's a reference of Parks and Recs. Yeah. My friends are someone with who I can talk for like more than two minutes. Mm -hmm. Share a lot of stuff too. Okay, so that's kind of how you define it. Like if the conversation with someone stays very first base, like basic every day. Oh, how's the weather? How are you doing? So that's kind of like just an acquaintance to you. But if you're able to talk longer, if you have a lot to share, if you're ready to share more then you would consider someone your friend. What I just said was kind of a gross oversimplification, but that's pretty much it, yeah. Okay. Because, like, I think for me, um, someone who's a friend is, like, someone that you'll think about without having to think about them. Yeah, so a friend is someone that, in my mind, is someone that I'm ready to help and that's ready to help me if I need it. That's going to be there to support me and that I'll be ready to support them. Because, like, obviously there are some people, like, Even if you're a nice person and you want to help everyone out, I think you always draw the line at a certain point. You'll go the extra mile for some people, but you wouldn't for some others. And I think that's kind of what defines who your actual friends are and who just people you know and kind of appreciate, I guess, in general. And you kind of put them on a priority list, right? Right. Like you do the most important stuff for your friends first. And then all the trivial stuff for, like, your acquaintances after. Mm-hmm. Well, what I've realized throughout the years is that it's definitely hard to find good friends that stick around for a long time. Because, I don't know, maybe we just have, like, a specific experience and maybe other people, you know, are lucky enough to have, like, really good friends that have stuck around them for many years or that they've known for a really long time. But in our case, we both know a lot of people. I think we're generally pretty sociable with others like we we like to go and get to know people and present ourselves but I think it takes us a a while to really 
become friends with someone or for someone to just crack that first shell like that first layer of of just being someone that, that you, you would know. say hi to in the hallways or mm-hmm. like i guess it really takes a bit for us and that's kind of what i've experienced throughout the years is that good friends are really hard to come by and you really need to appreciate them when they're there even though you might not realize that they're actually really good friends and that you know they've actually been there for a really long time but yeah i guess what we were saying about knowing a lot of people like you said at the beginning is that you kind of have this feeling that you're everywhere but you're nowhere at the same time like this weird in-between feeling Right, like you, you talk to a lot of people, but you're never truly friends with them. Cause you're kind, you kind of feel like you always you don't hop belong. from group to group, and yeah, exactly. You I don't belong somewhere. You, know? you miss that sense of belonging because you're not always with the same people. But does that is that like you think it's a good thing or a bad thing or? I think I end up mostly alone when I live my friendships like this, you know. Mm-hmm. Except now I don't because uh, I found like a group of friends I can really establish myself in. Right. But before, like, I I didn't really know when I did have free time who to actually talk with right. most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Because I talked to everyone, but I would not just find this one friend to talk to. Yeah, I think that totally makes sense. And I think for me, it was kind of the opposite experience that I've had. Because in high school, I had like a really established group of friends. Like we were this group of girls and we were together like 24-7, right? I I think you remember that. Mm -hmm. Like 24-7, we would eat lunch together. We would, uh, when we got to school, we were together. Like a lot of us had classes together. Like 24-7, it was all eight of us never missing one never leaving out one always the same people and then once i got to seja actually that kind of that friend group actually started splitting near the end like right before we graduated so by then i was already living the the nomad life (laughs) sure yeah not the nomad life but in a way just trying to like venture out and meeting other people or new people and then once i started seja um, I actually lost a lot of those friends from high school. I actually <laughs> didn't keep any of those friends. Does that my... mean they're no longer your friends? I, Somebody no. that you used to know? <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds so bad. Because it's not that we're not... Like, I'm not sure how to define it anymore. Because in a way, we are still friends. Like, I, I might have still talked a bit to a, a few. But they're not They've people that... They've gone down the level. yeah. I mean, it's Their sucks importance to say. have gone down a level. It sucks to say, yeah. Like, stuff that you used to do for them, you hesitate a bit more to do now. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And I guess what I realized is that once I hit Sejep, and I I kind of started hopping around from friend group to friend group, and I just kind of didn't really have an established group of friends. Like, I kind of just knew a bunch of different people around the school. And what I've also realized is that my friendships kind of became a result of the circumstances I was in. I, I can't tell if I was actively trying to like pursue my friend, not pursue my friendships, but like establish my friendships and just try to meet people to meet people. Or if I was just like, oh, well, I just so happened to have met you. I guess like I don't really have a choice anymore. So really because of the circumstances, for example, you were in the same class. So you well, you had to start over anyways, right? Yeah, for sure. And I took that decision too, like kind of kind of sucks to say, but I kind of went away from 
my old school's environment just to like rebuild myself a new group of friends like to try to find a group of friends i could really establish myself into Mm -hmm. instead of doing that hopping around i always used to do during high school yeah but it's a bit harder i feel like it's harder not to make friends because i just don't have that same um that willingness to socialize i think that's very true i think um it's harder to socialize when i'm older not gonna lie though yeah i don't think it's shame i just think you're a peu plus de gêne yeah you're like you're, you become a little more shy because it's you, not as easy as like oh you're you're 10 years old and you're just like hey because you, you, you actually worry friend? about you actually worry about what, what people think what of people you, think of you right yeah. i think the fact that you mentioned rebuilding yourself was really interesting because when i transitioned from high school to sejep i really had to kind of rebuild my whole not image but like rebuild my whole friendship group because i was going to a different school I knew some people, but not most of people, and I had to completely go from scratch, right? Right, because in a new in a new environment, people don't know you for who who you were before. They don't know your reputation. You really start out a clean slate. Yeah, and that slate is what you use to make friends. You know, mm-hmm. I I could have totally uh, like gone party mode and found like people who party as friends yeah or like people who like study <laughs> study as friends but i kind of stayed myself and now i'm really like looking for people who have the same vibe i think for me that experience was a little bit harder like i got to sejep i i kind of tried to stick around some people that i knew that had met new friends and then like gradually i just found new friends it's almost as if well it's not almost it's basically as if every semester I had a different group of friends because of different reasons. I always knew a bunch of people, but going back to the friends being a result of circumstances, like let's say in the first semester I had classes with these people, then I would be really, really close with those people for a while. But then, then you like went dragon boating, for example. You met some dragon boating friends. Yeah. And then you, you participated in different committees, so you made those friends as well. Yeah. And you kind of like switch stuff around most of the time. Yeah, it's as if like, oh, when I'm here, these are my friends. When I'm there, those are my friends. When I'm doing this thing, I have these friends. But mainly my friends are during these two years was strictly who I had classes with. Because I've had friends that we were really close for one semester. And then... Completely dipped. Completely like dipped. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you said, we completely dipped because we had no classes the other semester again. And it's, I don't know if it was just like something from the both of us because if we really wanted to have stayed friends i think there would have been an effort from both parties i don't know why i just suddenly like my motivation to socialize or to commit to a a friendship kind of went down because i have this kind of this reasoning in my head which is kind of flawed that oh well i'm only here for two years and then after i'm gonna leave for university again so i'm gonna have to rebuild myself again college is not the time to make friends it's the time to grind i mean that's partially the mentality but it's maybe more i'm afraid of committing myself too much to a friendship and then just having it like get thrown out the window after so you're scared of like the transition between high school and like college again like i'm afraid of having to move on and to rebuild my friendships and like if i don't have enough time to commit to something that i find meaningful then I'm like, well, I don't want to get too invested. 
Because, like, we've seen what happens between high school and Sejep. I totally lost my group of friends. So, in a way, I'm nervous that between Sejep and university, I'm just going to lose the same, like, the, the friends that I made in Sejep. Yeah, that's a point in which we're completely different. I mean, I guess I'm still nice with the people at my old high school mm-hmm. when I talk to them, but they're not really in the back of my mind, you know? The people who are in the back of my mind are the friends I still talk to who are from different schools. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I mean, I think I lost contact with, like, half the school already. Yeah, I mean, Like, me if not for being friends t- on Facebook, I don't think I would ever meet them again. But that's the thing, it's just, I feel like I'm lacking this motivation to make the effort. Mm. Is that weird? You basically just don't want a repeat of your, of like, having to completely rebuild again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I get that scary, but I guess that's just like how you feel. Like, I didn't mind when I had to choose between one CJEP and another. I, I chose a new CJEP where I wouldn't find any, like where I wouldn't find a lot of people from my old school. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say for you how it is. But do you have that fear of, like, having to move on? Well, no, because I already did. Right. I mean, that's 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 a good point. That's a good point. Were your friends from your first session meaningful then? Did they, did they make you into who you are today? Like, without them, do you think you would have been different? I definitely think I would I would have been different. I think the fact that I had to hop from group to group during these two years really taught me who I can actually be around and what type of person I'm looking for in a friend or mm. like what type of people I really can't stand or that even if I try to force myself to be friends with them, I know that it won't work because I've I've gone through that. Like I know what type of people I can't be around. Or else it'll irritate me too much. So I guess in a way that's taught me a lot. That's interesting. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's nice input. It is nice input. Then if you were able to discard of these friends but have others that you kept so strongly, how do you maintain a friendship? I don't know, honestly. I think that how are you able to keep some friends for so long while others you just like toss aside toss aside like a piece of sh- a, pi- a piece, a piece of, of dirt a piece of dirt that's a really good question because personally speaking i haven't kept many friends for that long like there's very very little people that have stuck around me for a long time and i think it really has to come down to both parties agreeing on some things so I've realized that I, I can't be the type of person... Well, this is the type of person I used to be. I would be super active in conversations, always actively trying to reach out to the other person, always trying to start a conversation. And then, you know, that classic back and forth where you're texting for hours yeah. and hours on end. But if they're like dry AF and you're basically just talking to a wall, you're, you're really just gonna ditch them. But no, that's the thing I realized, is that I used to talk like that because people would actually reply to me and they would constantly, you know, we would go back and forth. So mm-hmm. that's how I maintained those friendships in the past. But then I met some new friends or some different people that I would actively try to start the conversation. But like you said, they were super dry. It just ain't it. Like, so it's not the in a vibe. way, like they kept, they didn't ghost me, but I guess they were kind of the type to like, oh, I'll, te- I'll answer you back if I feel like it. 
oh, I won't, I don't really care. So in a way, it gave me the impression like, okay, well, they don't care about my time. They don't care about me. So why should I care about them? So it, then it kind of gave me the habit of only replying to people if I felt like it or being really dry. I think it kind of... It rubbed off on you. It rubbed off on me a lot. So the people that I I have managed to maintain as friends are people who either we both agreed that we can be dry with each other. Or that you can both reply super quickly and can keep the conversation going on end. Yeah. At this point now, I'm okay if people are dry in a conversation with me. Because I'll just be like, okay, well, I'll be dry back, you right. know? But well, it's not that for everyone. The group of friends I kept, like, we don't text a lot. But, like, we text periodically so that we still know, like, we still exist, you know? Mm-hmm. We know that uh, he's still alive and that we still have the same interests. As long as, like, they text once in a while and that they keep the, keep the group convo alive, like... Yeah. I guess that's what kept us together. And sometimes, obviously, we go chilling. Not in this quarantine, of course. But, mm-hmm. like, um, sometimes we call stuff. Yeah. And, like, they come pick me up at, like, 11 at night just to go chill. Just to go uh, get some donuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff like that that really keeps uh, a friendship going. Even mm-hmm. if you don't talk to them. Even if you don't hang out with them a lot. Yeah. Because it's, I don't think it's necessary you don't for to you be... to see your friend and to talk to them every single day to right. maintain Right, you don't have to be there 24-7 as long as, like, you exist. And whenever they do have problems, they come see you. That means they trust you enough to talk to you about mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it has to be reciprocal, though. Because I think what happened to me was that I was often getting too invested in my friendship. But I realized that I wasn't getting the same response. The same love. Like, the same response. So, in a way, I kind of just... Cut them off. Cut them off. I was like, okay, I'm... But they I'm, don't care, though. This if, is not it. If you saw that they really care and like, oh, why did you stop? Are you okay? And stuff like that. Maybe you'd reconsider. But yeah. once you cut them off, they just became... Like, they don't care. They so... ghost. They did the ghost. Exactly. So, I guess I've learned a lot about friendships in these past two years that, honestly, the the people that will stick around are really, like... You don't need to see them every day. You don't need to talk to them every day. And you really have to feel that they're also making an effort to stay your friend. And that you're not the only one that's always putting in effort. Because it's really exhausting. Always being the one doing more and the other person doing less. It's an investment, bro. No, I mean, definitely an investment. It's just one pays so much more than the other. The other one's just collecting the cash. The people that you actually care about, you might not realize it, but the way I know if I actually care about someone is that even if I hadn't talked to them in a really long time, sometimes I'll see something like a video or maybe just like I'm walking in the streets and I see something and it'll make me think of them. I think that's when I know that, okay, I care about this person. I care enough about them so that things remind me of them without me like having, you know, like a sour taste in my mouth truly inspiring i'm sobbing right now <laughs> yeah okay you're not making fun of me no i'm serious though it's really nice <laughs> <laughs> <You suck. laughs> oh my gosh i hate you <laughs> okay should we wrap it up i think this podcast was kind of sad yeah no but... it was like me and my failed friendships 
What do you mean? I I had some failed friendships too. It's just a. Uh... You should be open. This is a safe space, bro. But yeah, I've had to cut off my fair share of friends too. Mm-hmm. I've been cut off too. So I've I've been on both ends of the spectrum, you know. For sure. Okay, wait. Let's do a wrap up first. So I guess what we've learned is that the difference between simply knowing someone and being their friend is that the level of which you care is a lot more when you care about a friend. I think friendship is also something that's reciprocal. So there's effort being put on both ends to actively communicate with each other. It doesn't have to be every day. Like we mentioned that in order to maintain a friendship, you just need to care about that person. You need to try to sometimes hit them up just to check up on how they're doing. And that... Why am I always always doing doing the wrap-ups? I don't know, man. Okay. Because you're better at things. Summarizing? Summarizing things. Um, and also that it's okay to sometimes have this feeling that you don't necessarily belong to a group or, you know, that you're kind of everywhere, but not everywhere. Because deep down, you'll realize that some people do care more about you than you think. And that even if your friendships are a result of your circumstances, doesn't necessarily mean that they're less valuable. There's always someone to lean on. Wow, Henry, that's so inspiring. I know. So, in order to really maintain your friendships, just make sure that you know what to expect from the other person. It's kind of like a relationship. You have to know what you're expecting from them and what what they can expect from you so that none of you guys are surprised. And gotta, gotta be willing to commit. Commit. And it's okay to be afraid of moving on and finding new friends. Maybe we can make an episode on making new friends. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Cool. I, have, I have experience in that. Yeah. Okay. Fucking. Okay, guys. So if you have any more questions, comments, or suggestions, or complaints, we'll take those two. You can email us, theroundtable4001 at gmail.com. Or DM us on Insta. HenryXCO1. And it's Jenny He. We will gladly answer you and we'll gladly take your suggestions. We have quite a bit of trouble looking for episode topics, actually. Yeah, so hit us up. If you got anything you want us to talk about or anything you want something to be elaborated on. Or a friend to lean on. Fuck out of here. Just hit us up. Slide in those DMs. That was perfect. That was so smooth. Well, thanks for grabbing a seat at the round table. See you next time.